0: Kim and I'm Johnny Paracha, and welcome to Even the Little Things podcast.
1: Yes, today we actually have some very special guests joining us for today's episode. Hi.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yes, we are so excited for some of our podcast friends to join us for our new podcast book club.
0: So, that sounds interesting. Please stick around. Before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any fields and that this podcast is just about the big and even the little things teams go through. So without further ado, let's jump into
1: today's episode.
2: Well, hi everyone. My name is Matthew. I'm the host of the That's So Matthew podcast, and on my show, I talk about all things Disney Channel of the past, the present, and even the future. And I break it down like with amazing guests like Hannah and Dwani, which were on one of my most recent episodes. So, so definitely, definitely go, go check, check that out, so but I, I just love it. it and it's always good to like, like go, go back, back and revisit it and, and be like, is this actually good? Or was, or was it, just it just like, like a, figment a figment of my imagination? imagination. Because, because more often than not, it's like, like ten, 10 times, times worse, worse than I remember it to be. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um. So hi, my name is Amara. I'm one of the three co-hosts of Just a Podcast. And in our show, we talk about basically everything that teens go through. And right now we're in the middle of our summer season, so. Be sure to keep
1: that a listen. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, those are the two people joining us today for book club. We have a very (laughs) small book club this time. But you know, as they say, uh, sometimes people are like, the more the merrier in this situation. I'm like, you know what? The smaller, the better, I think. Um, No, I'm just joking. We really miss everyone who is not able to make it today. Um, But I'm excited to have Amara and Matthew here. Duane and I are excited to have them here. Um, They're some of our closest podcast friends. I mean, we talk like every day. So it's like really fun for us to talk to them kind of on the screen instead of through text. And yeah i think we should just you know ramble and get into it so is there like anything you guys want to talk about you know before we get into the fun book talk yes
2: okay so uh i said this to hannah and when i started reading this book it's about this book but it's also like not about this book so this book basically is like the young adult romance fantasy novel version of the bachelor (laughs)
3: yeah yeah
2: it's 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 really really interesting i was like Like reading this like i said i I tried tried to read 50 pages pages every day because because i did the math math, and i was like oh then i'll finish just in time time. well Well, uh, like like i said i finished finished this book book about 20 minutes before before we started read 200 pages today uh it was just not my cup of tea but like the bachelor thing the whole time that's all i could think of because i'm a new bachelor stan i don't know why like i feel like because chris is gone i'm just like Thank you. And, And, like, like, I I really really am am into it. it. Like, Like, this new season, Katie, Katie, I love her so much. Love Katie.
1: Um, if you guys know me, then you know that I, I love reality TV. It's a guilty pleasure. I don't know why I like it. You know, um, yeah, it's trashy, and I really like it. Um, it's really bad, especially The Bachelor. Like, it's literally, I don't know. I just really like it. Um, it's not that I like drama or, like, weird reactions and things like that i just think it's like personally really funny like i don't know if you guys have ever watched like love is blind but that was like my absolute favorite for like a couple weeks because it was just so funny like it was just entertaining and yesterday i found out that they're doing like a reunion thing and i was like it's about to go down like uh catch me watching that first day it comes out um i'm really excited and yeah, I just really like reality TV, like Big Brother, The Bachelorette. Um, I also really like Survivor. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. Like yeah, Kennedy
3: loves Survivor. That's Kennedy's favorite show. She loves that show. But, it is? Um god. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say that Kennedy's kinda gotten me um watching Love Island recently. And I'm not really a reality TV person, but I've been been, like like, binging season 2 of that because I heard it was the craziest and so far it's like actually really entertaining so I'm enjoying myself I'll probably watch more
0: yeah
1: I mean I I think think Duane told me recently that she was really into like too hot to handle or something like
0: that yeah it's just insane how they like cannot keep their hands to themselves for like a (laughs) month like you cannot want to do that like all the time but it's just really funny and yeah
2: Yeah,
1: Um, and after Matthew brought up the whole like Bachelor thing book, it really reminded me of like The Selection because that's like actually The Selection. Like I'm pretty sure the author of The Selection sat down to watch The Bachelor one night and was like, "How how do I make this a fantasy story? Like I literally can't see any other way that was created without like the influence of The Bachelor because if you haven't read The Selection, it's basically just like, um, I don't know how to explain it really well, but, like, the kingdom of, like, I don't even see, why do these fantasy books, also, can you talk about that, like, fantasy books have the weirdest names for everything, the place, like, the location of the place, the characters' names, like, it's not just, like, oh, my name is Megan, and I live on planet, like, I don't know, like, Kind of I don't know something like that it's like my name is oogly and I live on planet like to two or whatever like, <laughs> get me out of the way completely made up I mean it's supposed to be made up but it sounds really like bad and I don't know how to pronounce it but anyways I digress back to the selection thing um I don't know, I literally cannot follow the trails I'm leaving myself on but anyways it's like this land and the prince like the crown prince or princess whoever it is like that's ruling has to go through this like selection process and it's basically just like the bachelor like they just have like 1630 girls come to the house and he's like who should I date um but it's really been like trending on TikTok recently to like make fun of the whole selection scenario thing because um in the book um the main character, the guy who's running the selection, I guess, Maxon. he literally tells our main character, he's like, yeah, you're my pick. And literally all she has to do is like dump her stupid ex-boyfriend that isn't even good. Like Aspen is like the worst character I've ever read in my entire life. I hate him with all my soul. And she literally can't do that. Like she's running back and forth between two men. Like she's running The Bachelor. I was like, um, girl, it's not your selection. But anyways, that's it. She's
3: like the epitome of the I'm not like other other girls. Trope because she literally i remember i remember she like asked for a pair of jeans because she didn't want to wear the dresses and then like her maids had to get her jeans because she didn't she didn't want to be like the other girls and wear the dresses and i was like who do you think you are like you're not special also her name is literally america
1: and i feel like if your name is something like that you just are one of those quirky like she's so she's like i'm a five My problem is that I'm a five. I'm like, girl, on a scale from like, what was like the highest rank? Or like the lowest, like eight, and the highest is like one. That's like in the middle. Like you are middle class. You are fine, girl. We are all middle class here. Like you are fine, girl. Like there's nothing to complain about. Like yes, the prince is like high status, high class, right? There's this weird girl who's like a two or whatever. But you are fine, girl. Like, Marley, your best friend, literally got beaten, almost beaten to death because she was in love. And Maxon has an abusive father, but your gripe with life is literally that you are five on the case system. It doesn't make any sense to me. She's just a brat.
3: I mean, like, I just don't get why she did the selection if she didn't want to do it in the first place. Like, I don't remember what her reason was, because the whole entire time she was, like, griping about being there. And I'm like, like talking about how she was gonna be with Aspen anyway and I was like, like then the why are you here? Like, like there, there are so, so many other people, people that would want to be here, here. like why, why are you here? Mm-hmm
1: and i think that this talk of like really selfish weird main characters should segue right into our book talk and we should talk about the characters in this book because many of them are just like unbelievably selfish like i have never read a book where i'm like wow you are selfish and you are selfish and you are selfish and you just like don't care about other people um so i think we should just start with like the the big question like who like, let's let's talk talk about the characters, characters, right? Right. So who's your favorite character and who's your least favorite character?
2: How am I even gonna choose? like okay i guess i'll go first well i can tell you my least favorite character is probably the main character alessandra i hope i'm saying that correctly i cannot stand that girl at all she like comes in and she's like woe is me everyone hates me i have such a rough life but i'm gonna fix it And I'm I'm gonna gonna go up up to the the king king, and we're gonna, gonna, I'm gonna gonna court court him and and that's just gonna solve all all my issues, issues, even though this guy's literally literally like a freaking creep. He's He's a dictator. He literally doesn't doesn't care about her her whatsoever, but she continues to chase after him like it's the man of her dreams. Like it's so dumb. I literally, I was reading this and I was just like, when is she gonna stop? When is she gonna stop? And, and at, at the, the end, end, I was, before, before she, you, no offense, offense, comes and, and runs, runs back, back to him, him. I, I was, was like, like, oh, girl, run. Like, like he's, why he's, why are you going to go back? back? And, and guess what, what she does? does? She goes right back, back to him. And, and they run, run off into, into the, the sunset. sunset. That, that is, is BS. BS. Yeah. Favorite character? Um, the dog, Democritus,
3: or something like that. That's so funny. It's Demoticus.
2: Demoticus. <laughs> but that's probably my favorite character because you know, every honestly, every time I read started reading it, I thought, I thought they were gonna say democracy, democracy and I was like, they're they not in a democracy; democracy. They're, they're in a monarchy. A monarchy. But,
3: I, know, I, I thought his name was demonic for a second. And I was like, why would you name you? You know, and then I
0: found out it
3: was Demoticus, and I was like, still, why would you name your dog that? Like,
2: I mean, our the Shadows King's name is like. Kaliahs or whatever
3: like
1: literally I (laughs) could not pronounce the dog's name so whenever the dog's name came up I just like skipped it like I just skipped the name and just pretended I just put insert dog because I was like I'm not reading this and my brain couldn't compute it either so I would just sit at the page and I would like look at it and I was like should I try to spell it out or should I just kind of move on and every time I would hit the dog's name I'd just be like like circle, like, you know, like when a computer's loading, like my brain would be like, can't process, can't process. Um, But I agree. I think our main character is super weird, but I didn't think that she was bad for the reason you thought she was bad, Matthew. Like, I thought that was like pretty normal for like fantasy romance for like a really weird female character to like lust over males who like like men who don't care about them that was like normal to me i guess that shouldn't be normal but like i was like that was my problem my problem was that she was so like i felt like we learned a lot and a little like it just like it's like we learned a lot of stuff we didn't need to know and too little of what we should have known um about her which is like kind of weird to describe and also like I just, she was just so headstrong, but it wasn't like, it wasn't in a good way. It wasn't like, oh, I have goals and ambition. And because I'm so lonely, I like, want to seek out relationships with other people she was like i'm gonna kill people like i'm gonna fall in love with somebody not fall love. i'm gonna get the king to court me and i'm gonna murder him like and she kept saying that like throughout the book so you would think that her goal was pretty clear like i'm gonna murder the king i'm gonna murder the king but then she ends up having this like weird and it's not intention like people are like this i like saw this book on the list of like best enemies to lovers book girl (laughs) miss girl no this is not enemy slovers. This is more like friend slovers at this point because they were so nice to each other. Like they were like calling to their friends and buddies and I was like, "Uh, she literally wants to kill you. She does, but then she keeps saying that but she really doesn't because she's showing the signs that she doesn't because she's literally like, I want to kill him. I want to put my knife in his heart. And then two seconds later she'll be like, but his hair is so fluffy and his hands are so bronze. And I like the way he's tan. And I'm like, pick a side girl. Pick it. Are we going to kill him? Are we going to, like, you know, like, what are we going to do here?
0: I need to know. I agree with Matthew, because this type of, like, book is not, like, what I usually read, so, like, her character was just, I don't even know, and also, it was, like, really cringe how she was, like, the only one that could, like, solve all the problems, well, like, the king's advisors couldn't either, and the fact that she was, like, chasing after him and couldn't make up her mind and like in the very beginning he said something like oh you're beautiful but like not that beautiful or something to tempt me and i was like "Why? like why and he just doesn't even seem like a good. he's i mean we obviously know he's not a good character but like it's just it's so dumb like honestly is she like stuck with the first guy who she like killed when she was 15 like the book just started out so casually with just her like killing someone, and I was like, okay. And then honestly, the book would have been better if she went through with her plan than like the way that it turned out in the end, because it's just the whole like this whole book just didn't build up the characters, and like the plot was like really flat and weird.
3: Yeah, completely. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, like piggyback off of what the one you said, and Hannah and Matthew. And I'm gonna say my least favorite character was also Alexandra um but i also hated kalias like just as much i don't don't think there was like any growth in the two of them like whatsoever i think like the author was trying to make us think like oh Alessandra like now knows what human connection is supposed to feel like and she's not a bad person anymore but like i honestly didn't i didn't see that and i think my favorite character is probably the boyfriend she killed at the beginning hector I don't know. <laughs> he's yeah. the only character I, like, didn't have any opinion about, so I, I guess, guess he's my favorite.
1: I can see why he wanted to break up with her. Like, she is annoying me as I read her. Um, but, like, I can't tell if this is just really, like, badly written and we are supposed to root for our main characters or if this is like one of those things where it's like, they're both evil. It's like an evil, evil romance. Like they deserve each other kind of thing. But then if we were gonna go there, I wish the author would have went like even further. Like she kept murdering people. He keeps concrete, like, cause, cause she makes it seem like it's such like a happy ever after. Like, oh, look at them ruling their kingdom together. But like, it's like really downplaying the evil that they both are. Like we talked about this before, but they're both super evil. Like she's literally a murderer. I don't think that we should downplay that because people often doubt they like they're like downplaying this in their view. Like Alessandra is like a bad bee, Like she's such a good, she's like such like, I love her. Like I love her energy and everything like that. I'm like, Yeah, she's literally a criminal like she murdered someone and then her little husband now I guess was like oh you murdered someone That's hot babe. Like that's literally what happened He laughed like he would like when he found out that she murdered someone He didn't connect the dots and was like, oh, maybe she's gonna murder me instead He was like that's hot like let's get you in my court like, you know, like that was so weird I was like what's going on and then I also don't think people like think about it enough that he's literally conquering kingdoms and like taxing people and like he's like a dictator like he is taking over places and just like being evil and like and like with like my political views i probably want to like throw him over yeah amara said it best she said in the chat ha- he has like tamlin energy and he does he has like this weird like i'm like soft but an evil energy, which is like so weird. And I also did not really like him, so.
2: Okay, I know the best way to describe it, and it starts at the very first page of this book with a nice quote from the Vampire Diaries. He likes to be the internal stud, Hannah. It says it right here. Uh, It says, it's cool not growing old. I like being the internal, eternal stud, sorry. Damien Salvatore, The Vampire Vampire Diaries, Season 1, Episode 4. First off, I hate hate that show. So when I opened this this page, page (laughs) and I was like, and And it's it's also a viral TikTok audio, which doesn't help.
3: No No way! way.
2: Yeah, it it, it was for a while
1: uh that's embarrassing please don't tell me this is like the author's damien salvatore like fan fiction except she like converts him into not being like a vampire anymore and they live together forever because that is
3: like i don't think that Calais thinks he's all that either though like does he really think he's like a damon salvatore type because i don't think he does
1: to be completely honest i know we're supposed to hate like his brother that comes back. Okay, this might be confusing people who have not read it. <laughs> At the end of the book, when there's literally 10 pages left, we find out that the literal like, assassin, like setting this whole thing up, like, the rob- like all this stuff was his brother who was like, his dad, like, okay, so like the main character dude, his brother like died in a carriage crash or whatever. But it was really his dad who tried to like kill him because he didn't have these like shadow powers. Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, like, my gosh. Weird, like, shadow power thing. I don't understand it. Nobody I don't, get, me what it. That is. I don't nobody get it. Nobody asked me. And, like, since, like, but the brother didn't die. He just, like, sustained his injury somehow. Like, I don't know how, but he did. He has, he's magical in that way, I guess. And then he comes back to the palace, and literally nobody recognizes him, which is, like, super weird. Like, if my... He dyed his hair. He dyed his
3: hair. I dye my
1: hair all the time. Life. I still look like myself. Like, like I... If even blonde i think people would be able to tell it was me so i think that's really weird that nobody knew that it was him and he went under this under other name and concocted this super evil plan to kill both his parents and his brother and to get back power but it's like if you just came back to the okay if you really think about it if he just came back to the past and was like Yo, my father tried to murder me and like people would like probably come by his side and since he is the crown heir like I don't think that his brother the shadow king dude would have interfered like he's because his brother came back So he's no longer like the heir or whatever. It's like I don't understand the evil plan at all but okay, that was the backstory but what I was trying to say was that Honestly, I think it would have been really hot if Alessandra and Evil Dude number two, like, killed the king and went off together.
3: That would have been so good. I honestly liked, what's his name, Leandros? I honestly liked Leandros more the entire time. Like, I really wanted her to be with him and not Kalias. Like, I was hoping that Kalias would get the short end of the stick, but I knew that wouldn't happen just because, like, it's, it's a YA fantasy romance. So, it just doesn't work that way.
2: I mean, I mean, I do, do want to say I'm, I'm really glad, glad that there wasn't like a redemption arc for him in this book because like he's, he's a, a bad, bad guy. guy. Like, like he's a, he's a bad king. king. He's, he's doing, doing some bad, bad stuff. stuff. And, and so, so I read this like review and they, they said, it said it best. So, so it's from, from like, like some, some WordPress I don't know how to pronounce it. But she basically said that there's two evil people. They don't care that they're evil and they deserve to be together. And I was like, no, they don't deserve to be together. They're, they're both, both horrible. horrible. They, they don't deserve, deserve to be happy. happy. I'm I mean, sorry. No, 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 no matter, matter what, the, which way, way you take it, it, they're horrible, horrible people. people. Like, like she killed, killed somebody because he wanted to break up with her. And he then we got the king who's taxing people and like making everyone's life miserable with his shadows. King courting all these girls, and they have some weird ball in the middle of the book, which I didn't understand because it was like two pages long, and then it was just done. I'm so done with this book.
3: I remember, like, the author was talking about how she- she literally self-proclaimed it as a Slytherin romance, and I think it just makes Slytherins look really bad, like-
2: I'm a Slytherin! Don't (laughs) put dirt on our name!
3: No! I mean, I'm a Gryffindor, but, like, I don't think they should be any of them! Like, (laughs) Hogwarts houses should just stay far, far away from these people because they are, like, they're, like, Death Eaters. If they were in, like, the Harry Potter universe, they would be Death Eaters.
1: Number one. Calling this a Slytherin romance is like basically saying you've never read Harry Potter. Number two, um, middle-aged authors, millennial authors should just stay far away from the Hogwarts house. Stop categorizing your characters into Hogwarts houses. We get it. They're a Hufflepuff. We get it. They're a Slytherin. Like, just please stop We can get those characteristics, characteristics ourselves okay? okay We get that she's super smart and quirky and that she's a raven call. Like we, we get it we don't need to hear it like 50 million times and when you do author interviews, I don't want to hear this is kind of rude but I don't want to hear like yeah, there's Slytherin. and like we can pick that up. we get that energy girl like we get it like we know, we know um I don't know but the thing that kind of really bothered me too was that like he like wanted to catch this thief and like, All these, like, Like, he he had problems problems in his kingdoms, right? But, like, like, part part of the the problem was was that, was that was him. Like if you caught it, like all these things are happening because he's a bad person. Like because he's a bad person, all these things are happening. And instead of like finding solutions that will like probably make the situation better, he like dug himself more holes and just made himself more into power and like more of a horrible person. Like he didn't want to fix these problems because he was like, oh yeah, there's like a unity issue here. Like maybe I should become like better and like step up. He wants to solve all these problems so he can conquer more places. Like he was, he was selfish. selfish. Like it wasn't, wasn't like, like a, a selfless thing, thing that he wanted to solve it. Like he was, was like, like doing that, that because he it, it was, was better, better for, for him.
0: him. I feel it was like, like if this was, like oh go ahead. Oh, oh. I feel like this is supposed to be like an evil, evil like romance thing. It would have been better if the like the author wasn't afraid to make the characters evil because like we said his character is so inconsistent like he'll be happy Mm. and then he'll be like angry and then he'll be like greedy and then he'll be like (laughs) i don't even know he's like all over the place so it's like the author wasn't afraid to make his character more evil i feel like it would have been better because right now he's just he's not like the badass evil guy he's just like the Mm. dumb annoying evil guy who just creates (laughs) more problems for himself and chooses a girl who's just as dumb as he is like it just kind of like makes the book horrible and that's what we're talking before like the author just made the book so cringe with like her Slytherin thing because she introduced the book as a Slytherin romance and then the Damon Salvatore quote like out of nowhere like it just she just like should have like left all that out and I feel like if she made the book longer and gave the characters like more depth, it would have made it so much better.
3: I need you guys' opinions on that random Robin Hood subplot, like, Like, in the middle of it.
1: (laughs) Okay, first of all, though, I said this in my Goodreads review, but there's no plot in this book. It's just like a bunch of mini-plots that don't even connect. Like, they do connect, but in the weirdest way, like, it's like, okay, we're stringing these strings along, and then at the last two pages, like, let's tie it up. But it's like, they're, like, I don't know how we tied it up. And I keep saying this, too, and I don't think I mentioned this here yet, but, i really think that with this many ideas and this world and these characters i think that i not that this world needs more like romance fantasies but i really do think that this would have worked better as a series or at least a longer book because, because there's, there's so many, many ideas here and I'm not going to say that the ideas are bad because honestly they are really interesting, like this whole Robin Hood thing, the whole conquering kingdoms, you know, courting the king, you know, trying to kill him, um, you know, and this like plot twist with the brother. I think that would have all worked really, really well. Um, and then like developing backstory with the parents and everything like that. I think it would have worked really, like really extremely well if it was like akatar and it was like three books. Or at least two or something like that just so that it didn't feel so rushed and didn't feel like the author couldn't make like transitions or go slow or set up scenes and things like that because a lot of the times it would be like okay like she's sitting in some room with ladies and then two seconds later she's in like a room with callias and I'm like okay so like why are we here and then three seconds later it would be like oh, now we're back to the Robin Hood plot line. So it was, like, really confusing because there were zero transitions, and I think there was just too many ideas. And I think that I know, like, I know people are like, well, I don't like to read series and things like that, but I think this would have worked so much better
3: as a series. Yeah, like, there were a lot of things that I think didn't have to be there. Like, when she was with that guy in the beginning and then he came back, what was his name? Like, Myron or something? Yeah. Or Myron? I don't know. Myron? Whatever one of them. I don't don't think he needed to to be be there. I don't don't think think that there was was this whole thing with Like this this other Lord that ended ended up being the Robin Hood guy and like one one of her friends at court Who didn't didn't like his his girlfriend girlfriend. like Like, that whole thing didn't need to be there and like have such a center stage But like when I think about fantasy books like I think about from Blood and Ash Because that's a really popular one and I did not like that book like at all because it was six hundred pages, I think, and straight up nothing happened in that book. Like I cannot tell you like, a single thing that I read. But I feel like if this book had been spaced out over a longer not a longer distance, but like over over a longer span st- of time and like it took place a little bit slower, I think like I would have actually been able to like see that there was a connection between callias and Alessandra and like all of her thoughts could have been maybe not all of them but like she could have paid more attention to the detail because i feel like everything happened in the span of like two weeks when i feel like it should have taken like a much longer time like you can't really fall in love with someone in two weeks like i don't really i don't vibe with that true like insta-love so I
2: i think that this book should have been like a 22 episode tv show on the cw like i feel like that just like would really benefit because like in a TV show, show, I think the best one I, one I can come up with would, best like comparison like, would be like Once, once Upon a Time. time. They, they have, have a, a lot, lot of plots going on in there, there and, and they, they jump back and, and forth all the time between the past and of, like, the present. So give us the past backstory of like the killing and the parents and that whole carriage thing and the brother running away and then cut to the present day and span, break it up a little bit. Because when I was reading this, like I said, I read 200 pages today because I just had no motivation to read this. and. Every, every second, second I, turned I turned the page, page we were in like, like a different plot, and it was so hard to follow. And I was like, at first I was like, you need to like focus more, because this, this isn't making sense. sense, but I was like, no, this just isn't making sense, because it's like, so, so many, many jumping, jumping up and you have the Robin Hood thing, which like came out, like, out of left field, which, which I feel really like would have been like a whole like better like plot, if it was spread out like on more like pages or chapters, or even like in its own book. And And then, then, like, like, I don't know, like, like, I just really wanted to like this book because, like, this this is the one one that I voted for, for, like, for us to read. And And now I'm like, like, why did did you pick this? And, like, like, these these reviews reviews on on the back make make it seem so great. great. They're like, this is, like, one of the best young adults I've ever read. Like, where do they get this? Like, where do they pull these from? Like, did she write them herself? It's so bad. I just, I can't.
3: So honestly, wait, like like, a good young adult mm -hmm. fantasy, enemies to lovers. I would would say say like like, Carry On by Rainbow Rowell is like really good. Yeah, I think it's called Carry On. I actually really like that book. Have y'all read? I hate Carry
1: On. There's (gasps) something about it I absolutely hate. I don't know what it is. I just really don't like it. Um uh, but well <laughs> that's for me yeah. <laughs> but like, you can I definitely like it. it um i think i'm like the only one in that kind of thing i often have really harsh reviews of things so i think people should take my thing for granted um because i don't think that i, I like review pretty harsh but i think another problem with this book is that the reason the author couldn't push boundaries was because it wasn't new adult it was young adult and i think that she was like in a really weird middle space. Like she she had ideas that would have fit better in New Adult. Like if we wanted to push the boundaries with things like being evil, you know, the romance, um, you know, the tension, the violence. Like that would have worked so much better if it was New Adult. But at the same time, she wanted to stay YA, which I think is fine. Like you can stay YA and have a fantasy romance. It's just that this book, I think with all the ideas it has, really pushed the boundaries of like, new adult without going there and i think that's part of the problem just because like um if it was really gonna like capture people's attention especially like mine and like really go for it in the terms of like this is like two evil people like this is like a romance this is like tension this is violence because um i think we should talk about this but there was like besides the shadow thing there was like no fantasy like, it wasn't a goal cool it was like a goal cool going to the palace and like having daily life issues and then being the only person smart enough to help the king.
3: I was so confused as to what time period it was in, because like there were some places that have like electricity, but then like every, everything else felt like it was in the past, like more medieval or Renaissance times. So I was like what time period is this in, because some of y'all electricity, but then you're talking about, like, different villages, and, like, the way I imagined it, it just didn't seem like it all fit together,
0: I guess. It was so weird, we needed- like, oh sorry. oh, sorry, go ahead. You
2: can go. You can go, Duane. Okay. Um
0: Like, like Amara was saying, like, they had swords, so you would assume that's in, like, medieval times or something, but then they, like, had guns also, so, like, you could, like, m- you didn't even know, and, like, it just it was all over the place and then when we're talking about like the fantasy part they said that the shadow king had powers of shadows but they never explained it so i'm still very confused on like exactly what his shadow power is like if they explained the reason for it and more like it made for like a nice like mythology and like you could tell and understand but they like skipped over that so like there's like barely any fantasy part in this book
3: like i was saying earlier i think that if it was stretched out over a longer period of time it would have been a lot easier to understand what his powers actually were because i feel like he pulled her all during this one like weird picnic setting and he just like dumped it on her and i was like what what are you talking about i don't know i don't know i just wish that it had you know developed more over time like i wish he didn't just straight up tell her the entire thing then because they were like what like, like two days into their relationship and, and he's like telling like, her all of his secrets, secrets. Mm. I don't
2: know. We just needed a lot more world building, mm.
3: like, like like you said, like
2: there was, said, like, there was so, so much like inconsistency like, with like the time like, period. The time like period. I, I imagine this like more of like a, a renaissance and more of like, like a fantasy, fantasy land, land. And, and now like now, I'm, I'm just like kind of picturing it in so many different ways, because they just don't tell you and like you said the shadow powers, they just like, oh he has shadow powers and he's called the shadow king. I can't even picture picture what that's like like I just just picture like some some random random shadows just floating around him Like Like, I'm so confused because they didn't explain anything anything. and like Like you said, it was just so so fast-paced And And I mean it's it's 320 like three four pages like that's a pretty decent long book But there was just so much going on that it needed either to be another whole book or just needed to be a little bit longer and, and like, like maybe give like, like a prologue maybe. Exactly. I feel like that, that would be like really, really beneficial because this book was just jumping too fast and, and the, chapters the chapters were either, either really, really, really long or really, really short. Really, really there short. was there no in between, between and, and I was just, just, I, just I just want, want to, to like actually, actually enjoy this book, book because, because I think it, it could be so good, but I just don't know like what would have fixed it. More character development, more like actual explanation because there was none whatsoever.
3: I was so shocked that Alessandra, like, she explicitly told us, like, the reader her motivation and why and, like, what she was doing, like, right after the first chapter. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, I think that was an indication that things were going to move really fast, but I don't know. I'm not used to fantasy books, like, moving that quickly just because there's usually, like, more of them to come. So it takes kind of a while for stuff to, like, unfurl. But I don't know which I like better because, like, I think that this was way too fast. And then I think a book like from Blood and Ash. And like I thought that the Court of Thorns and Roses series was going like way too slow. Like I, like Matthew, I couldn't even finish. I couldn't finish the second book. I only got like three hundred pages through it. And I thought it was like taking fifteen years to get to something. So like I honestly don't know. I do think the ideas were there and I think it was like entertaining if I got nothing out of it. Like I did by myself continuing to read and like wanting to know what was happening but i didn't particularly care for it i just wanted to know i think that this
1: didn't need to be a fantasy i think that we didn't need to have the shadows there like what if instead of the weird shadow things it was just a law that you couldn't touch the king like he just had this weird law that you couldn't touch him because take out the shadows right same plot same thing literally nothing happened like people will still try to assassinate a king no matter what and you can still have this i don't want to get close to anyone trope which i really don't like i know that shows up in so many books but i really hate it because it's just like i i like understand it but it's just really annoying to read it over and over again and then like i don't like how it's all a and solved by romance like it's like i don't like to get close to anyone but in love with you so now i'm gonna let people in i think that's kind of low-key problematic because that's not how problems are fixed usually and when people have such deep like rooted emotional trauma um that leads them to be disconnected to other people it's usually not fixed by finding a romance and if it is a lot of the times people hyper focus On those relationships and it's a really unhealthy relationship because they are codependent on each other so i really don't like that trope because i think that it's really toxic and really like it it just like gives like a simple band-aid for a big problem a lot of people have a lot of people have this like you know close people thing and instead of having a relationship or people to fix it or trying to even fix it at all because sometimes you can't fix those issues i think those people need to go to a therapist or, or seek some can, you know, external you know, help. Um, I really don't think that it's solved by finding the love of your life. I mean, it can be, but I really think it's super unhealthy and I really don't like that. So, um, I don't know, it's kinda weird.
2: kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of, I just want to build off a little bit of what Hannah like said, like with, with Alessandra, she's like very full of herself. And like, and, like even you know, on the, the back, back of the book, it's like, like I, su- I suspect it won't be longer than a month, month before he's helplessly in love with you. me. like Like, to me she's she's just so so full of herself and like like, i don't know what it's rooted in because she's not like a good person like at all and like like, she she killed killed that that person she like introduces that like plot oh i I killed this guy and then it's like oh i'm such a great person he's gonna fall in love with me in two seconds and it's just i don't know like i don't know why she wants the kingdom like she's not even in line for the throne so how would that even have worked like, like to, to me, me is she's, she's just so full, full of herself and like I like said that she needs, needs to, go to go seek some help. help.
0: I like how the book is, like, I guess sexually aware, like, they don't, like, shy away from that, but the way that they go about it, they just make her seem so immature, like, she's just after guys, and she just, like, wants to play a game, and, like, I don't even know what she wants to do, honestly, but it just makes her character come out as, like, very immature, and, like, um, Matthew said, like, her reason for the throne, like, how would that even, like, work, and also do you think that it's just really easy to like go into a kingdom and like kill their king <laughs> that easily so i don't even know what she was thinking in the first place
3: i don't even <laughs> know what her motivation for that was like because like, she, she was jealous, jealous of her sister like this if, if I'm, jealous I'm jealous of my brother, brother i'm not gonna, gonna go to the white house and like <laughs> assert my, my dominance, dominance. <laughs> like that's just not what's <laughs> happening i don't, I don't know. know but i, I guess just, like, like the one thing i, I did, did like, like about this was that Callias wasn't like 500 years old and she was 18 like that really bothers me in fantasy books like when the love interest is like 3,000 years old and the main girl is like 18 like how am I supposed to believe that a 3,000 year old wants to be in a relationship with someone who's like a teenager, like, like I don't know, that, that just feels like icky. So I'm kind of like glad that this book didn't do that. No, yeah, and it's a weird too.
1: Like, <laughs> like it's <laughs> a weird kink for them too, because in every, every single, single fantasy book that that happens, has, they see, they say weird stuff like. like Oh, I'm so much older than you, I have so much more experience than you, like, oh, 300 years ago when you weren't alive, like, guess what happened, like, let me tell you about the history, like, girl, like, while they're sitting in bed, like, he's literally like, yeah, 300 years ago, This what I was doing on this night, and she's literally like, I wasn't born, and he was like, yeah, that's right, and I'm like, oh! Okay, not that that's like a real scene, but that actually like things like that happen And they like mention that so many different times that I get what you mean I think that is kind of really weird. Oh, another thing I liked was that there wasn't any like gross like toxic violence or like abuse of women in this book because a lot a lot of fantasy they like to like really abuse or like use abusive situations to like pull the main character in as like a plot device and i understand like you know know, violence and gore and i understand like you know peril like for action and things like that i I, what i don't understand is like using like abuse as like a plot line like and then making it seem like because i mean you can use abuse as a plot line i guess but like if it's done in, in, in like a way that's like aware of like this is wrong because in a lot of fantasy situations there's no like disclaimer where it's like, this is wrong. It's usually just like, this is cool and fun and sexy. And it really, it really harms people who are reading it because a lot of times, even if books are rated like new adult, you'll have like 12 year olds reading it. And 12 year olds will think it's okay to like lock up your partners and psychologically abuse them and then fall in love with them. And that is super unhealthy. Like we have, that's like a giant problem that people are like young, young people are reading it and they don't know whether what judgment call is right. Like like of course, I have lots of friends who love dark fantasies and I love dark fantasies, but it's because I can tell the difference between like what is healthy in this situation and what is unhealthy, even when a book doesn't explicitly state that it's unhealthy. Um, and so So, I really did did like that that this book didn't have any of that that weird, like, abuse stuff or any sort of, like, weird violence against a woman that's, like, considered hot or whatever. Like, Like, I I guess guess the king was kind of rude to her, but, I mean, most people are rude to each other, so I didn't think that was, like, abusive or toxic. Um, and it wasn't like he spit on her face and, like, threw her in the dungeon, so.
3: Yeah, I recently watched, like, a critique of the enemies to lovers trope, and it was, like, I, like some one of a booktuber that i watched was like i saw tick tock and it was this girl being like mm, yes i want you to like shove me against the wall and have a dagger against my throat and i was like oh that is not healthy and i think that like for older people like us i mean yeah we're older we know that like that's not something that we want in real life like we know that if we're ever in that situation like we'd be more scared than like romantically interested but i feel like for people who may not you know be as mature or emotionally developed as we are like they see enemies to lovers relationships as something they need to strive for like something that oh i like reading about it so that means i probably want it too like in my life and i just don't think that like a relationship like colias's and alessandra's is something that you should want in your life like even though sure like they may have had some cute moments or whatever i don't I don't think that the foundation it was built upon is something that can last for a very long time and like similar to A Court of Thorns and Roses like with Tamlin and Farah, I like I just don't see how a situation like that where she was literally held as a, a prisoner and taken away from her home regardless of how opulent her surroundings were like I just don't see how that could turn it into a romance and like I don't see how someone would want that but I can see how someone who's maybe not as emotionally mature as we are could see that and be like oh i aspire to that
1: mm-hmm. and i don't think there's anything wrong with like enjoying um, romance or enjoying like you know sexy stuff because i think i think a lot of the thing is that women are are so suppressed in a way that they can't really enjoy things without people saying hey that's wrong like it's like it's like people want women to be like sexually celibate, but at the same time they are seen as a sex object to towards other people. So I think a huge thing for women this past like um, you know century has been taking that back and being like, hey, I can you know um, act on my you know. you you know sexual desire like I am you know I can be sexually available and I can you know be strong in that way and it doesn't have to be and because of like a male gaze or like a man's desire like it could just because I want to feel that way or I want to feel empowered and I want to act on um, all this stuff Um, but I definitely do think that is brought upon a lot of like really toxic things because you can enjoy that stuff and know that it's like um, you can enjoy reading really dark fantasies and understand that okay, that's there's like you know there's something wrong with that. But then there's a difference between that and like and then joking about it on TikTok. You know, joking about it's fine. Like being like, oh, I want someone to push me against the wall. Like that's funny. I think that's funny. You know, like um as long as you're not like being completely you know serious. And then, like, again, like as long as you know you you and your whoever, if you're continue to do that, like off the book or whatever, like as long as you and whoever you're doing with your partner is like being completely safe and you feel comfortable, like I think that's fine. Um, the thing I don't think is fine is like seeking, like really seeking out relationships or staying in relationships or doing situations that are actually violent and abusive, but staying because you think it's okay because you saw it in a book. Like, I think joking about it is fine. Like, there, I mean, obviously, it's like a little bit wrong. I mean, but it is funny. Like, I think it's satire. Like, okay, yeah, push me against the wall, you know? But there's a difference between that and like staying in a relationship because you think that it's healthy because you read it in a novel or like thinking it's okay, like when, if it happens to one of your friends or if it's happening to your parents or like anybody in your life, like, oh, they push you against a wall, that's hot. Like that might not be hot to them. That actually might be a situation that they need to get out of. So I think that it's definitely something that in the book place we should be looking out for because I think it's so normalized. And I think that's the real problem, normalization, because yes, it is like seen as hot and like it can be hot, but You know so
2: So, I'm I'm just just gonna go right into into my rating rating. Uh, I've not done a Goodreads Goodreads one yet I'll I'll do that afterwards afterwards, after After I go go get Starbucks because I think I deserve it this book was just (laughs) a mess (laughs) so this book I think I'm gonna have to give it like maybe like a two out of five like Omar said I did like keep reading it like when I was reading it today I was enjoying it it's just it was so fast-paced there was so much going on it was just really hard to relate to the characters in my opinion And there was just a lot of of inconsistencies, personalities, personalities, like, like, time-wise. So I do have have to to kind of take points off for that. that. So So that's that's why why I'm just going to have to go with, like, a a 2 out of 5. It was okay. okay.
0: I'm going to say the same thing. Um, I don't really read these types of books, and this just wasn't my favorite. I didn't like it at all. Um, And the plot was terrible. There was, like... There's essentially like, no plot, so the plot was terrible. Um the characters were not likable at all, and I just did not enjoy this book.
3: Um on Goodreads I gave it a three out of five, but it's kind of more of like a two and a half out of five. I really like fantasy books, but I struggled to find some that I like recently. I think this was kind of a good palette cleanser after like reading a serious book, but honestly, like beyond that I I was telling hannah today i couldn't even remember like some of the major plot points and i couldn't remember some of the people's names so it was just like something i read in passing but probably nothing i'll like recommend or bring up again Mm -hmm. um
1: same i think i'm gonna give it like a three out of five i did enjoy reading it but there was a lot of like weird aspects and not because it was problematic or anything like that Just because I don't think that it went through a pure editing process and I think that there's a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up that weren't or really weirdly tied up um but yeah um thank you guys for coming today Uh, thank you for joining us i think we had a lot of fun discussing this book i mean i think we definitely have a hate to love relationship with this book it's definitely something um very interesting um and everyone make sure to go check out their perspective podcast um that's a matthew and just a podcast and if you want to see updates on this podcast make sure to go follow us on instagram at even the little things podcast
0: our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all things impacting teens today. Because it's not just you worrying about you know little things, it's us too. We yeah, hope, you hope you'll join us next, next
3: time. time. Bye! Bye.